0: (laughs) Hello! Hi! You got your tea? We're here because we're starting a podcast! We
1: are!
0: What's the podcast called then? It's called Sanity! Like tea? Like tea! (laughs)
1: Watch back, though
0: it will be fun to watch back. Hey guys, if you're interested in seeing the bloopers of Sanity, <clears throat> make sure you subscribe to the At Sanity Podcast YouTube channel where you can watch us filming this without any cuts or edits. And also, there will be blooper reels because we aren't as professional as we sound.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, no.
0: anyway, welcome back to another episode of Sanity, your mental well. health podcast. With Dissociated and Team Piñata. Yes. Who's fronting right now? It's Nin. And
1: this is Jeremy. Hi. 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 How's everybody doing today? How are you doing today, Jeremy? How, it, how I, It's a weird day. It is a weird day. Huh? It's a weird day. <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: You've been fronting for a long time.
1: Yes. It's been... I think that Raven gave me a break for maybe five minutes yesterday. It, it was like a short period of time.
0: Yeah. I know you were co-con for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I'm a little stuck, I guess.
0: You're front stuck.
1: Ooh, Ooh, I'm tired. That can
0: be stressful. It we, is. We should explain to the people why, because this episode is about dissociative identity disorder. It is, and
1: it's brought to you by BetterHelp. Thank you for sponsoring us, BetterHelp. What is BetterHelp, Jeremy? Well, it is an online therapy and counseling service. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it's a, a certain allotted... Um, payment per month, and you get um, matched with a specific therapist based on your criteria. And the criteria can be gender and um, LGBTQ plus friendly, or religious, or
0: specializing sp- in a certain. Specializing area of in a yeah. Yeah. So you guys mm-hmm. use BetterHelp.
1: We do use BetterHelp, and we've been using it for a few months already.
0: A few months. It's been like. What, like six
1: months? Yeah, like six months. It hasn't yeah. been quite a year yet. Yeah, we like it. it um, it's very
0: convenient.
1: Yes, it's very convenient because we travel around a lot. And so um, we get to take our therapist with us and our therapist can be reached by text and we could either have a voice session with her or a video session once a week. And so we've been doing that and yeah. it's been working out really well. Mm-hmm. I like our therapist a lot.
0: I'm really glad.
1: She's very qualified.
0: I'm very glad. I've used them in the past as well, and they were very helpful for us as well. It's very different from an in-person therapy, but not everybody can access therapy in person. Maybe you're disabled and can't leave the house, maybe it's too expensive, maybe like Team Piñata you travel a lot and therefore can't have continuous therapy with somebody who can't come with you. So it's very, very helpful and useful to have better help able to give you what you need regardless of your issues or disabilities or your lifestyle. So, thank you BetterHelp for sponsoring this video. If you guys would like to sign up with BetterHelp and give it a go, then you can use our link, which is
1: www www, www. BetterHelp.com forward slash sanity podcast. There you go. There you go. I wanted to say it.
0: You can say it. I said it. You did say it. I did. You sound a little like Nan.
1: Yeah, Nan is close.
0: Yeah, I can hear them. Yeah. You want to explain what's going on?
1: So, me and Nan are co-conscious right now. And so, you might uh, You might notice a slight change in my voice and affect from the beginning of this video. That happens when two, um, two personality states are existing in the consciousness at the same time. So that's why it's called co-consciousness. It's it's not the same as co-fronting where both Oh my god. It's it's very disorienting sometimes.
0: <laughs> Let me take over for a minute while you guys get settled. Oh. I can tell that you're getting a little <laughs> confused. Mm, I'm sorry. It's okay, it's okay. okay. This is what real life for us is like. If you have switches and some people will get closer to the front or less close to the front, if you're fronting, it means that you're in control of the body. So the change in consciousness and who has influence over the consciousness, whether that is direct influence or passive influence from other alters, which can be emotions, thoughts, actions, stuff like that, can make things very confusing especially if you're trying to follow more than one train of thought so what are alters alters are part of a diagnosis in dissociative identity disorder treatment guidelines and stuff you need to have alters you can have just as many as two so the host which is the person who is out most often which often won't be aware that they have alters and then another alter or they can be up to thousands of alters within a system. Alter stands for alternate state of identity, alternate state of consciousness, and DID forms when children have repeated childhood trauma, and this happens before the personality fully integrates in normal human development. So everybody starts off without a fully formed personality. It's very basic things like I need to eat, I need to sleep. This hurts, I want love, and that's how babies react to things. They can go from one to the other very quickly. As we learn about the world and we decide what we like and what we don't like, we form a personality, and this kind of all knits together quite smoothly by the age of between seven to nine. So Mm. if there's repeated trauma and you have an ability to dissociate to a higher level and you have unhealthy or unstable attachments to your primary caregivers or primary caregiver then you may develop DID. It can only be developed in childhood, but it can be discovered later on in life. Mm -hmm. It exists to protect the child from the awareness of the trauma that's happening to it. So these alters can manifest very, very differently from each other in order to try and sway the attention of the host away from what could possibly be happening to them that they're not supposed to know about yet, because otherwise they wouldn't be able to go about daily life. So alters can have different voices, sexes, genders, opinions, political views, absolutely anything. They develop just like other normal people. Some may have trauma memory from childhood and some may not. So that is the very, very, very basics of DID. It's a dissociative neurodevelopmental disorder. It is very, very real. A lot of people think that it's not. It's surrounded by stigma. And what both of us do at Team Pinata and Dissociated, we are YouTubers who are dedicated to trying to break down the stigma and provide access to information about DID to try and help people who have it live a safer and healthier life. Um,
1: yes, DID is not a death sentence. Um... Having DID doesn't mean that you're going to be debilitated your entire life. Like, um, I know that our system has struggled a lot in the past coping with life, and um, our system has hit some really, really dark spots um, on our journey to discovering ourselves, discovering we're a system, and learning to cooperate and communicate with each other.
0: It's hard to share a body and a mind with very very different people Mm -hmm. and it's not unusual for alters to get very frustrated because just like anybody, everybody in our system is just like a normal person. We all want our own life, we all have our own interests, we want to do very different jobs or hobbies, we want the body to look different depending on who's fronting, and it can be very frustrating to have to compromise with people that you might not even necessarily like. Mm-hmm. A lot of people comment on our channel a lot, especially being like, oh it must be wonderful to have like friends in your head 24-7, you must never be lonely. You don't always hear... Not everybody's hear... a friend. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and also, you don't always hear from everybody 24-7. No. A lot of the time, you can hear voices, thoughts, from the other parts of your consciousness communicating to each mm-hmm. other, which are the
1: alters and their thoughts. Um, it's kind of like an exchange of thoughts or an exchange of feelings. So it's not necessarily like hearing voices externally
0: no it's not there's nothing psychotic there's no symptoms of psychosis this is not a psychotic disorder it's not hearing voices that aren't there it's your brain kind of processing your your train of thought in multiple lanes and you Mm -hmm. being aware of it all at the same time but Mm -hmm. a lot of those thoughts aren't necessarily Yours. they are from Mm -hmm. another part of your consciousness that Mm -hmm. your brain has created amnesia around so it can sound like somebody speaking inside your head but it's kind of also a feeling
1: yeah yeah like it depends on um sometimes the communication is only a push of feelings um and sometimes the communication is a whole conversation Mm -hmm. um if one can imagine um if one is a singular individual and one can imagine uh, internal dialogue that one has with themselves, like oh, okay, next I'm gonna get a sandwich, or mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna sit down and watch TV, oh, but I gotta remember to pick up my dry-cleaning it's... <laughs> that's a bizarre life. <laughs> um, but if one can imagine hearing an internal dialogue within one's own head, think about that, but several folks and you can't hear everybody at once like all different alters have different communication levels with each other based on trust based on practice based on types of trauma as well. Yeah, and who's close to the front
0: Not every alter will be able to communicate with each other. Not every Mm -hmm. alter will want to communicate with each other. It varies Mm -hmm. massively from system to system. Mm -hmm. And it's not unusual for hosts. So the person who doesn't know that they have DID, who uses the body most often, and often will identify with the body's legal name or how the body looks. Mm -hmm. It's really not unusual for people to not find out that they have DID until much later on in life. I know a lady who's 70 and she was only recently diagnosed with Mm -hmm. DID. Like seven T seven zero, so mm-hmm. it's a very effective coping mechanism. It's a su- it's a survival mechanism. Yes, it
1: is a survival mechanism.
0: But because of that, it's so specific to each individual case. DID mm-hmm. is hugely unique, depending on who you are, why you developed DID, and what your brain needed to do to survive your specific circumstances.
1: Oh yes. There's a lot of different ways systems look when they switch, a lot of different ways systems discover that they're systems, if at all. Mm
0: -hmm. There's
1: a lot of different ways that systems learn to communicate within themselves. There's different levels of I don't want to say functionality, but well, like... Well, it kind
0: of is functionality. For some people, DID is completely debilitating.
1: It has been for us in the past, that's for <laughs> sure.
0: Other people are very, very successful. A lot of people in like very well-respected jobs like surgeons and police officers, mm-hmm. lawyers, they do have DID. It is not a death sentence. It doesn't mean that you're any less capable than anyone else depending mm-hmm. on how it affects you. Um, it It doesn't mean that your life has to be how it's portrayed by the media, which Mm -hmm. is, well, you're a monster, you're terrifying, you're going to hurt people.
1: That's not true. Uh, I think that there's a lot of misconceptions that are displayed in the media Mm -hmm. about D.I.D. and D.I.D. specifically, but also about the idea of having multiple personalities or portraying multiple personalities, even if it's not called D.I.D., that Mm -hmm. kind of portrayal of multiple personalities or multiple characters in one person folks who might not know better go oh that's that thing called multiple personality disorder or dissociative identity disorder or it, whatever
0: yeah it did used to be called multiple personality disorder for it people did. who are confused it was renamed in the early 90s because it's not a personality disorder it's not. and it was a misleading name so it was renamed to dissociative identity disorder because it's dissociation of identities it's a dissociative disorder but it is the same disorder yes. it's just got an updated it's just got name. an
1: updated name also
0: if you are using or a professional who says, like, oh, D.I.D. doesn't exist, MPD doesn't exist, if they're still using the term multiple personality disorder, that's, what, 30, 40 years out of date since that's been used professionally, mm-hmm. and they're probably not very up-to-date about it themselves. So mm-hmm. the stigma does carry through to professionals as well, mm-hmm. and it's very damaging, the kind of portrayal, like you mentioned in the media. Very, yes. very damaging.
1: Yeah, yes, it's usually the villain Mm. of the movie who has multiple identities and has no control over their identities. Or at least
0: one of them is a mass murderer Mm -hmm. or a psychotic, like somebody who's not really able to be reasoned with.
1: Yeah. And they can
0: switch at any time. Ah. Yeah,
1: it's a very... um, It's it's portrayed as a very overdramatic and dangerous dangerous... A um, very dangerous and sometimes it's portrayed as a very frightening thing. And it's uh, frightening
0: to live with it.
1: It is frightening to live with it. It gets less scary more often. Hmm. The more the more one develops communication yeah. with others. That doesn't mean that it's not still scary. No. It's still scary.
0: A lot of people forget the reason DID exists, and they're like, "Oh, it's just like you know having." Different parts to who you are, like my work identity and my home identity. It's not like that. They existed to protect you from terrible things that happened to you Mm -hmm. that if you were aware of, you wouldn't have been able to handle. Or if you weren't able to dissociate to a higher level, you could potentially have died in some cases. Yes. You have to live with knowing that, even if you don't have those memories, even if you don't know what happened. Mm -hmm. And sometimes throughout life, and a lot of the time through trauma. Work and therapy. You, you, some of those memories will come back to you, and that is so it's frightening. Terrifying. It is so it's scary, and I cannot put it into words.
1: It feels unreal. It
0: it does feel unreal.
1: It feels surreal. Like I I can't I can't believe that. No. It's
0: even though we live with it, like we know that this is how DID works. Yes. We've had the flashbacks. We've we've yes. had new trauma memories resurface, and it still is like. This can't be happening to me. I must oh, be yeah. making this up.
1: Yeah, there's still that... There's the that denial. Coping. Oh, yeah. Denial is definitely big time. Mm. It's spe- like, even though, like, we're solid in our... Di- like, we're solid in our diagnosis and we've come mm-hmm. to terms with that. That's no longer something that we are trying to avoid, which is why I say it's less scary now because mm-hmm. we know what's going on, more or less. Mm um you've
0: consciously accepted it even if there are still moments of denial
1: there are still moments of denial around it and there's still moments of denial a lot of moments of denial of having certain traumas yeah it's hard to accept that these types of things are reality and it's hard to know
0: it's hard to think that it could those kind of things could happen to anybody in real life and that it's not the, it's something, <clears throat> some people's cases. It's the kind of stuff that you read about in horror books and like yeah. movies and stuff that you're like, well, that doesn't really happen in real life. It's hard enough to wrap your head around that this does happen in real life, but then that that happened to you mm-hmm. is a whole other ball game. And it is very normal with the ID to experience denial because mm-hmm. that's part of the defense mechanism. Mm-hmm a part of DID in fact that kept you alive because if you began to suspect something was going on your brain's immediate response is oh no no absolutely not that couldn't be happening to me kept you alive kept you unaware kept you functional so now when you are faced with the reality of you do have DID or something terrible did that happen to you your brain is going to immediately go to oh we're not supposed to know about that Ah, uh, denial, mm-hmm. denial, denial, denial.
1: Yeah, definitely that's pushing normal. it away. That's that's what the brain does in order mm. to protect itself.
0: That doesn't mean that you're faking. So many people with DID then think that they must be faking it because they experience denial is normal and it makes sense that you would feel denial if you have DID. It doesn't mean that you're faking.
1: Nan had a really hard time coming to terms with um having DID and this is why I tried to develop communication with them so hard when i first split off um i believe that it was like um i broke off into the role primary protector even though i didn't know i was primary protector then alters
0: can be developed for specific kind of quote unquote Mm -hmm. jobs or purposes to Mm -hmm. split up what the body needs and the brain needs to happen Mm -hmm. between them so primary protector is a a role that an altar can have
1: yes it's basically the protector of everybody the first point of call the jack of all trades um but it was scary (laughs) um i wouldn't call myself the boss i would call nan the boss And um, Nan is a long-term host, and so they believed that they were singular for a really long time. And all of the strange phenomena, all of the the strange events that happened in their life... Mine didn't didn't... even
0: register for me. No? No. When it was happening, it Mm. was like, didn't even cross my mind that it was unusual.
1: Yeah, well, if that's one's normal and one Mm. doesn't know otherwise, Mm. then that's... That's what must be what everybody experiences. And so even if it's like disconcerting or strange, like um, like there was a lot of confusing and scary moments in Nan's life, and I know that, but it can be, tra- like Nan chalked it up to other things. I would say that when we first began connecting and communicating with each other,
0: Nan had a lot of pushback at first.
1: Nan had a lot of pushback at first when it came to coming to terms with having DID. And I was the one who kind of, like, they were already suspicious and already doing research, like, could I have this? But when I broke off, I was pretty... uh, pretty assertive about letting them know that, hey, I'm here, there's other folks here, hey, we're okay, we're, we're gonna work together on this, and, um, it took Nan a long time to come to terms with that, and I imagine it's...
0: Terrifying.
1: It is. And I don't even think that Nan registered them having DID meant that their childhood was Not full of remember. trauma. Yeah.
0: Because it's hard enough to to deal with the disorder on its own. This isn't even bringing the trauma into it or Mm -hmm. the... The reactions from the outside world due to stigma, the Mm -hmm. professionals who still debate whether it's a real disorder even though it has been classified as a legitimate disorder with a known cause with lots and lots of very reliable evidence like CAT scans and stuff. Mm -hmm. It is a real disorder. It is listed as a real disorder. It is treated worldwide. It's in the ICD and the DSM. Mm -hmm. Not bringing any of that into it. That's a whole other thing that Mm -hmm. makes everything harder. It's hard... (laughs) on its own. When an altar is fronting, so in control of the body, the other altars generally will have complete amnesia. So you might wake up not knowing what's happened, in a completely different place. You might not know where you are, if you're safe, or where you've been, who you've talked to, what's gone into your bloodstream, have you taken drugs, have you taken alcohol, has somebody hurt you, where are you, what happened? And a lot of the times, alters will, especially when coming to terms with having DID, try and prevent you from getting help because they might not see that as being safe. So in some circumstances, like in mine, it can feel like there was no way out. I couldn't get help because every time I tried, I would just like blink or feel very, very tired all of a sudden. And it would be three hours later and I've missed my appointment and I'm walking around town. So I can't get therapy, I can't get help, I can't, you know, do anything. I was losing all my days and waking up in the morning, going to the mirror, looking in the mirror, bam, back on my bed, it's nighttime. I was wearing full clothes, whereas before I was wearing pajamas. And this happened day after day after day after day. And it was like, what what do I do? There's nothing even to go into anything else. It was just like, this is, Not real life. This doesn't happen to people. You know, Mm -hmm. I must be going crazy. So that stuff in itself, coming to terms with the symptoms of the disorder,
1: Mm -hmm. is... It's really hard to swallow. (sighs) And that being said, communication can be developed so there's not complete amnesia. Yeah. And... um, It
0: won't be that scary forever.
1: And therapy can work so this system can become more functional Mm. and more connected and coordinated. Mm. But that doesn't mean it's still not scary and people are going to butt heads.
0: But we're not dangerous to other people.
1: No. um, Oftentimes, everything, every angry feeling is directed towards oneself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's always, almost always turned inwards. Um,
0: And even alters that are very aggressive are usually aggressive towards the system Mm -hmm. rather than externally towards other people. Um, So a lot of people think that, oh, DID is unpredictable, there's going to be one alter who will be out there to hurt you kind of thing, but Mm -hmm. because everybody with DID has experienced trauma or abuse or both, we are generally more likely to go back into that behavior of being abused rather than being an abuser should a situation like that arise. Mm -hmm. There is absolutely no evidence that anyone with DID is more dangerous than your average person. Mm -hmm. We are just people who have a very creative coping mechanism that is normal within the brain structure. This is how the brain copes with stuff like this if you meet all the criteria for it. To survive. Mm-hmm. We're not superhuman. We're not the beast. We're not anything really particularly special. Mm-mm. We're just
1: traumatized children who grew up. It's hard to swallow. It's really hard to swallow because this is a heavy disorder mm-hmm. and it, it affects one's daily life even if I'm the one in the body all day long. I am still picking up others' thoughts and feelings. There is still that history of trauma. Mm-hmm. There is still the potential of who's going to switch out today. What's going to happen today? Mm-hmm. Am I going to get
0: triggered today?
1: And is it safe for me to go out today? You know, it's it's scary, and it affects one's everyday life it's all day long. Rare.
0: It's not as rare as you think it is either. No, it's not a particularly rare disorder. It's. Um, as common as bulimia and more common than schizophrenia. It affects about 2% of the population. That means it affects millions. Oh, it yes. This is not as rare
1: as people make it out to seem. It, it needs to have more education around it. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say that even though schizophrenia is rarer and schizoaffective disorder is rarer, more, more is known about it and therefore people tend to know more of what it is that Mm. being said the stigma against psychotic disorders such as schizophrenia is gigantically Mm. awful too it's horrendous
0: yeah things like this need to change it's very archaic views of like you might think of people in like old school victorian era mental asylums when you think mm-hmm. of things like schizophrenia or did it's archaic this is not the world that we live in anymore no. things have changed we've yes. changed and if you're stuck in that kind of era you need to move forward with the rest of us because that's not healthy for you and it's certainly not healthy for us
1: this is why we do podcasts like this and our YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. This is why it's amazing that other folks are also doing podcasts and social media and education mm-hmm. around mental health disorders because it af- it will affect everything. most of the population at one period of time, mm-hmm. whether it's somebody they know, whether it's a mental health episode themselves. Mm-hmm. It's going to affect... A majority of the population it in is. some way shape or form i think that one in four people have a mental health Disability.
0: difficulty
1: mm-hmm. within their life mm-hmm. and one in four, yeah. so it's way more common than people think it is and yet it's still taboo to talk about it's still not very well known and so people feel afraid to seek help mm-hmm. and those in the workplace get get discriminated against and It's difficult.
0: difficult. (laughs) It is difficult. So, this is why we do what we do. And if you're interested specifically in dissociative identity disorder, please have a look at our YouTube channels. Mine is Dissociated, D I S S O C I A, capital D, capital I, capital D. And you guys are at Team Pinata. Team Pinata. Team Pinata. Yes. So if you want to know more about that specifically, then you can have a look through our channels. We both do a lot of educational stuff, so you will find the answers that you want there. If you want to do your own research, I do a series called Debunking DID, which is short for debunking the stigmas and negative connotations connotations that surround dissociative identity disorder and we always link lots of studies and research down in the description box so that you can then go off and do more research yourself if you feel more comfortable with that so that is where we would direct you if you want to learn more also pod's website which is p-o-d-s it stands for positive outcomes for dissociative survivors thank you to better help for sponsoring this video again but it's time for our positive Positivity? What are we calling it now? Good
1: tea? Well, it was good tea, but then Kyle said to do... Positivity? If Kyle said to do positivity. It used to be good tea. But okay. Positivity.
0: Positivity, like tea and sanity. Tea. Tea. Oh my goodness, we are mm-hmm. hilarious. <laughs> Would you like to explain what positivity is? Sure. P-
1: positivity slash good tea is where folks can tweet into sanity podcast um hashtag good tea or hashtag positivity and uh, let us know their good news of the week whether it be like a triumph or a good event or something positive and heart and and uplifting um something supportive for those within the mental health community. Mm -hmm. So we let folks know that it's not all doom and gloom. Mm -hmm. Happiness can still exist even though oftentimes, a lot of the time, sometimes, all the time, things are so, so black. But it won't always be like that.
0: And there is more to you and your existence and who you are and to the world around you than your mental illness. Mm. It will not always feel like this. And you are capable of getting better and living a healthier life. And it is worth trying. Even if you have no one else to try it for, try it for yourself because you deserve it. You deserve to feel better. So... Crazy fan, <laughs> tweeted at Sanity Podcast. My hashtag, good tea, is as of the 24th of Jan, 2020, I am two months clean and in a six-month relationship <gasps> despite my
1: depression. Oh, wow. Good job. Congratulations. Like, um, getting clean is difficult. That's a big deal. Yes, it is. Leia, and then some very long name that I am not even going to try to pronounce. Silkejoumatrippy? I don't something know. Something along those lines. <laughs> but Leah, um, I'm assuming it's pronounced like that, mm-hmm. says, at Sonnet Sanity Podcast, my good tea this week is that I've been to school for four whole days after two months of feeling the same as I did when I got hospitalized and quit my previous school. I'm very proud of myself for not giving up. I'm proud of you too. Oh, wow. Well done. That is something to be proud of. It is. Definitely.
0: Zeth said at Sanity Podcast, my hashtag Good Tea is that even though I've been having a really rough time with dissociation, I've managed to get my scheduling done, and I'm now meeting with my therapist tomorrow to hopefully get some more tips on how to deal with it. Oh, That's awesome! I really hope that that went well because that was two days ago. So I may tweet and ask how it went. Hope that it
1: was good. Congratulations. Okay, Sarah at h o h underscore alien says hashtag good tea hashtag positivity Mm -hmm. at sanity podcast i got an esa recently he's a hamster named jeremy and yesterday some of my symptoms got worse but playing with jeremy calmed me down and was incredibly grounding which was amazing and confirmed getting him was a valid move so valid pets help
0: so much they do Especially emotional emotional support animals. Yeah. Oh, muffin and coffee are great. They are great. Yeah. These are my guinea pigs and I love them. They are good boys. They are
1: good boys. Very
0: helpful for yeah. when you're dissociating as well or depressed. It I'm glad that
1: Jeremy helps you.
0: Yay! I have a Jeremy that helps me too. Aww. That <laughs> I must, must be you. me. I love it is you. you. You're a Yay. good bestie. Oh, you're a good best. You i good. Yay. I can see you're dissociated. <laughs> I'm so gone. Yeah, I can see it in your eyes. Wow. Shall we wrap up? Sure. Okay, thank you everybody for tuning in. I hope that you learned something today or you feel a little bit more heard. Oh, and maybe this was just something to listen to while you were doing stuff. I hope you enjoyed it. Please continue watching if you liked it. But um, thank you again to BetterHelp if you would like to try out their services. It's betterhelp.com forward slash sanity podcast. And hopefully that will be of help to you if you do need some therapy and would like to try it out. So we'll see you in the next episode, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.
1: Clink. Clink. Clink.